For example, like people see me on my Instagram, like sexually eating a peach or whatever. Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Monica Yates, a period and ICF certified women's life coach. And I help women to harness the power of their period and connect to their feminine flow. In these episodes, we will be talking about all things periods, hormones, confidence, health, food, money, sex, business, feminine flow, your brain, energy, and all the stuff that goes through our heads. You will walk away from each episode with new chicken nuggets and truth bombs, as I don't have a filter and I love talking about all the shit that people are thinking but too afraid to say. Hello, lovely ladies. Welcome back. So... We've got a beautiful, fun, chill, raw cacao and convos today with Jess, and it was a juicy episode. We kind of just basically talked about the real shit. Um, Jess was making her delicious um, green soup, which is like a signature JS Health green soup. Um, So if you haven't actually made it, you should go make it. Um, And I was drinking cacao. So basically, we were talking about, we talked about anxiety, we talked about feminine and pleasure with eating, we talked about how her hubby works for her her business, but now it's kind of become his business in a way. We talked about, um, you know, LA, Sydney, New York life stuff. And it was fun. And this is the whole point of the account convo is not to like have a boring, dry interview that everyone's heard the same fucking answers 500 times on different podcasts, but to talk about real shit. And, um, it was really beautiful as well because Jess shared some raw and real things about her that you might not know, um, just from her Instagram. So I really encourage you to sit back, relax, and feel the pleasure in this episode of The Deliciousness. You don't need to take notes. You just get to enjoy it, okay? And if you haven't checked out my New York event, you absolutely should. It's going to be the most divine, delicious, juicy, expansive, uplifting, oh, just fucking lit event ever in your life. It's 33 hours, if you don't already know, and um, it's all about feminine expansion. So we talk about feminine stuff today. All my episodes obviously talk about feminine things, Um, but if you haven't done deep feminine work, chances are you are not embodied in your healed feminine, and this event is going to literally change your life forever. It is not an event where you have to like then do 50 things afterwards to maintain it. It is an event where you change and you change for the rest of your life. So if you're in New York or in America, I really encourage you to check it out. Send me also my manager at manager at monarchy8.com.au send us any emails with questions um, or dm me because we would absolutely love to have you and tickets are selling okay enjoy this funny raw epic conversation with jess and i'll see you after we can keep talking because the whole point of this episode is that <laughs> it's really how you like it yeah, yeah, yeah. It's supposed okay. to be really chatty. So Jess is here making soup. <laughs> making green, making the Jay's off green soup. I'm Beautiful. I'm going to put the video on because I don't have a stitch of makeup on, but here I am. Raw and real, how we love it. Yeah. Um, so how long have you been there for? Because, yeah, I was living in LA until recently. Yeah, where were you in LA? West Hollywood. Okay, cool. That's like, I feel like if there's anywhere you live, you live there because I feel like everywhere else is like out the back of Burke and just takes too long to get everywhere. And it's, it's very um, trendy. I was actually, you yeah. know, where Mel, you know, Mel, I was living on Melrose Place, you know, where Alfred's Coffee is. Okay. Yes. Opposite. Amazing. Like my apartment was opposite. Yeah. Amazing. So I have been here since the middle of August and then oh. next week I'm going to New York for a few weeks. Then I have to come back to Australia to run a retreat and then I'll be back in New York. <gasps> Incredible. Well, you should meet my sister there. She's a fashion designer and she would love, I'm sure you guys would. Yeah, I would love that. Yes. That'd be awesome. Yeah. If you can like introduce us, that'd be amazing. Beautiful. Um, Okay. Well, I wanted to like firstly ask you, so normally I say, what are you drinking? But let's go with what you're making. So tell us about (laughs) the green soup. (laughs) Uh, Well, this is like my, I'm having a whole lot of family over for dinner tonight. Yeah. 
so you can see oh, maybe you can't see you can see I'm busy how do I show you I can't flip my camera I, can't. I don't think okay, you can, can see I'm tables for, for my dinner beautiful <laughs> amazing um, and I'm making the JSL green soup. So it's like my standard green soup. People are obsessed with it. It's literally just sauteing leeks and curry powder. And then I add broccoli, zucchini, and any kind of vegetables I have in the fridge. Yum. With the recipes in the app. And then I put lots of curry powder and beautiful stock. And then I just blitz it in. And I put, and my, my trick is I add almonds or macadamia nuts. Oh my God, macadamias. It was really, <laughs> really creamy. Yeah. Yum. I can't wait for soup weather. I'm like, it's finally been getting a little bit cooler here. And I hate yeah. summer and I love winter. And I cannot wait for it to be like cold and snowy. Oh, it's my favorite. It's so funny that you also love um, the US. I, yeah. That's a good vibe. Such a good vibe. Yeah. Anyway, how has your week been? Well, we just moved into the new Jay's Health office. I saw that. How is it? It looks beautiful. Yeah. Actually, I mean, I've been working from home for seven years, so I think it's time. Uh, yes. How, actually, question for you with, with working from home. How do you find working from home? Do you find it well, motivating or demotivating? Staff members and the yeah. front of my house in an office. Yeah. I actually loved it a lot because mostly because I would roll out of bed, probably squeeze in a healthy morning routine. And then I would just get straight back into work. Cause when you're building a business, it is oh, yeah. almost 24 seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was very convenient and, um, it, w- it worked really well. Like we literally built Jay's house from the back of our house. So amazing. amazing. But obviously it comes with its negatives because I can never really leave my work. And I think it was building up anxiety in my body. Um, without me even realizing it you know I could never really take a break my husband and I really enjoying the peace and quiet at the moment waking up and just having a quiet home because my girls would start pretty early in the morning so I would come down and would just already all be happening which can um you know it kind of builds I think it does around that can build up Oh yeah. I've even realized like having my notifications on with my clients messaging me throughout the day, it stresses me out. Like just like that response all the time of messages going on. Like you don't realize that subconscious stress, how it affects your body. You don't realize it, but I think now that we're separate and we have our own office, I think how important it is. Yes. Amazing. I actually saw your Instagram post before um, about your friend's death like nine months ago and how it triggered your anxiety. And like, firstly, so sorry to hear that. And secondly, um, I've actually never struggled from like anxiety. So I would love for you to share with everybody else how, like what your tips are with anxiety. Cause when I talk about anxiety and I help my clients like get rid of it, but I do it from a very like feminine getting into your body, out of your head, all that sort of stuff and doing the inner work and the energy stuff. How do you deal with it? Uh, it's such a long process. We've been <laughs> chat for like a few hours. <laughs> I've always struggled with, you know, minor anxiety, but obviously my best friend, she actually, you know, she died from suicide. And mm. apparently, I mean, they say that suicide has a terrible um, after effect on the loved one. So I'm, I'm managing probably more than anxiety. I'm managing trauma. So yeah. it's all you know, my day-to-day anxiety management consists of making sure that I have a morning and nighttime routine. I'm incredibly strict with social media. I switch it off. I do not check my social media until about nine o'clock. Every that is amazing. And that I is fucking amazing. I can't do that. Like, I struggle. I struggle with that. PM, you'll never, ever see me on my phone after about 7.30 or 8 p.m. It's all off. My, my social media, my emails, everything. And I think that has made, it, made a humongous 
um, change in my mood and my anxiety levels. I, I delete all the apps at about 7 p.m. Yeah. And then I reinstall them. It takes me literally 10 seconds. And then I reinstall them in the morning when I'm sitting at my desk and I'm ready for the day. The constant inundation causes so much anxiety in the mind and the body. People mm. just don't realize scrolling on social media, comparing yourself to others. Oh, the comparisonitis. The comparisonitis is such a problem. Even when girls are saying like, you know, like sometimes I look at myself in the mirror and I just think like, oh, my arms are too fat. I'm like, the only reason why you think that is because subconsciously you're comparing it to somebody else that you see on Instagram. Like if you, if you never saw anybody else, you would never think that you're wrong or bad or anything like that. Totally. And I think having a morning routine, just half an hour really sets the tone of your day. If I start my day feeling, you know, um, stressed or there's a fast pace. My, the rest of my day can be all over the shop. So I start my day really slowly and have a half an hour morning routine. And then same thing at night, I switch everything off and really rest my mind and body from like about 8 PM. Obviously I practice yoga. I don't exercise too much. I exercise with balance. Oh my God. I want to talk about that because I've got a podcast episode all about like how exercising can actually fuck your hormones. And I talk about this quite a bit about, yeah, you need to exercise like according to your cycle and you shouldn't, like you cannot over-exercise. Doing a whole pile of high intensity is just going to fucking kill you and your hormones. So what... Like, what are your favorite ways to just exercise listening to your body as opposed to listening to what, like, society says? Yeah, well, I really do tune into my body. So this morning I was meant to go to yoga class and I woke up a little bit late and I was like, no, I'm going to, it's a beautiful morning. I'm going to go for a walk in nature. So I'm much kinder to myself. Whereas when I was 20, I was going to the gym twice a day because that was the right thing to do. And I really wasn't listening to my body or treating it well. So the Jay's health um, approach, I guess, philosophy with exercise is exercising with balance with kindness um, yeah. in ways that you love because um that is really what you're going to stick to long term that's 100% it allows for consistency and actually from the research you don't need to exercise too much the research says about half an hour a day 20 to 30 minutes a day is all that you need um to, to maintain a level a certain level of fitness and I really, from clinical experience as a nutritionist, people who overdo it, yes, do struggle with a little bit of hormonal balance, probably because of the hormone cortisol, which is stress, yeah, and which can like, um, in, 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 we already have too much cortisol just in our day-to-day lives and over-exercising can push it up. And so that can affect your mood, your energy mm. levels, your sleep. Um, so I like to keep cortisol levels really nice and balanced. Yes. Um, <laughs> and coffee, I my the J is healthy. Oh, yeah. Don't have one more than one a day before 10 a.m. It's been like the J's health rule for the last 10 years. Yeah. Um, I love coffee. Don't ever take it away from me. But I think women are drinking too much coffee and it can absolutely affect your stress and anxiety levels. Oh, we, we are too stressed as like full stop. Like just generally with, with Instagram, with the notifications, with people wanting us all the time, us overworking, like we are too stressed. And that is something that I feel like I'm constantly working on. I'm really fiery, like by nature. And so for me, my adrenals, the thing that I like always causes any sort of health issue or, or anything like that so I am always always working on that and you know what they say like the best people say what's the best exercise I say the best exercise is the exercise that you do so if that's yoga if that's walking if that's pilates Correct. like that's the best exercise because you do it and you move and killing yourself at the gym is not sustainable in the long term no. by any by no means yeah 100%. and um, another thing obviously I'm in therapy so I think Seeing managing your anxiety alone is not always the right way. So I think seeking help, there's no shame in seeking help. Um, so I think I see a therapist once a week. I see, um, I've seen a psychiatrist. So I think 
you know, sometimes medication is something you need to take during, um, during these sort of really anxious periods, even as a nutritionist, a holistic nutritionist, I'm all about Western medicine when it's mm. needed. Um, so I think medication, therapy, eating well, I eat incredibly, making sure I get the nutrients in, monitoring my caffeine and alcohol intake, all of those dietary things really helps with my anxiety. Amazing. What are you making right now? Uh, (laughs) Yeah. What are you making? I I was just, I I thought now that you said I can cook while I'm on the podcast now, I've taken advantage of that. (laughs) Kill two birds (laughs) with one story. That's how we do it. Productivity. Almond butter and sea salt and honey on toast. Oh, okay. Weaknesses is peanut butter and honey. And like from a, from a childhood. Sorry. What was that dress? What was that? Sorry. I had that for dinner last night. Oh my God. Amazing. And then the other one is peanut butter and jelly. Like I grew up in New York. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I know. I haven't done that one. Is it good? Peanut butter. And I'm actually going to try have you ever tried chopped dates on top of almond butter? No. The same. Okay. Okay. Everybody careful. <laughs> oh my God. So good. Okay. I'm going to tell your listeners seed toast. Yeah. If you guys are struggling with breakfast and you need something quick, I make this, I have this like amazing seed toast and then I just spread over almond butter, sea salt and banana slices and a drizzle of honey. Best breakfast ever. Yum. Okay. So in regards to food and just like pleasure and just like delicious food, how good does it feel for you to eat intuitively and like eat from a place of pleasure and like actually be present with your food as opposed to just like scoffing it down? Well, it's really the only way I think it's as the J's health way is the only, the most important part of the healthy life is having a a positive, healthy relationship with food. Mm. And I was a dieter for over 10 years. So when you're a dieter, it's very hard to eat intuitively because you're following a diet and you're following what the rules say. And if you're following rules with food, it's very unlikely that you're going to be eating intuitively because you're blocking, you're blocking the connection to your body. So as a diet, I had no connection to my body or my appetite. And then when I started transitioning from a fad dieter to a mindful eater, everything changed for me because tuning into your body and eating foods that your body feels like, eating with mindfulness and pleasure and zero guilt literally transforms your physical and mental health. Oh, eating when you eat, like, for example, like people see me on my Instagram, like sexually eating a peach or whatever. If you eat a peach and you're like, (laughs) and you're like eating it really sensually, like it's very entertaining. But when you eat food with like full fucking presence and in a very sensual feminine way, that one peach or whatever is the most satisfying peach and the best tasting peach you've had in your life. But then you feel satisfied. Exactly. You don't need 10 of them. Mm -mm. You just enjoy it and you eat it once. And then your body knows how to eat, start, learns how to eat, um, I guess, in moderate amounts. So overeating, mindful eating definitely reduces overeating and binging. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And, um, what does wait, it feel? So yes. Yeah. My star sign. Oh, let's talk star signs. My star sign. No, no, no. I'm a Sag. So I am a rising Gemini and then my moon and sun are in Sag. And then I've got no cancer in my, in my chart. I am like the most fiery chart with like some air in there, which obviously like blazes the fire more. I am an int. And then my Enneagrams, do you know Enneagrams? 
Mm. Okay, Enneagrams, like personality types, you should do it. It's quite interesting. Ah. They're always super on point. And they Enneagrams are a good way to like figure out like where in your personality you can be like wounded and like showing up as a wounded version of yourself. And I'm an Enneagram type eight, which they, people often think are bitches. So like often oh. in school, yeah. So in school, I um, people you say that like they were afraid of me. Because I've yeah. got very strong boundaries and I am very fiery. Um, and maybe so, any. Sorry. Uh, yeah, maybe I, I probably do have a resting bitch face as well. People now, I think, well, in school, I was in school, I was very, very masculine. I was very cold. But now, since doing like so much inner healing, I'm like very in my feminine, and people describe me as very warm now. But um, an Enneagram type eight plus a lot of Sag is like a deathly combo of intensity. Like. Huh. Like definitely, you know, actually, and that, where where in Australia are you from? Oh, well, my parents live, so I grew up in New York and then I spent some time in Sydney and then I spent some time in Melbourne. So before I came here, I was living in Sydney. Yeah. Well, well, before I came here, I was living in Sydney, but I fucking hated Sydney. And then, um, how do I feel about Sydney? Yeah. Um, I was living in Double Bay and it was like an, I had a really nice view. Sorry, what's up? That's where my office is, yeah. Oh, so I had a really nice view, um, but I found it, I I don't like the heat, right? It's too hot. It was too humid. I hated the hills. I sound like a spoiled brat. I hated the hills and I found it so difficult to get around. I just, I didn't love the energy of it either. Like, I was yeah, talking to, a, to yeah, I was talking to a woo-woo friend and he, and I was like, why does this happen? Every time I land in Sydney, I like my, my energy gets so stuck. I feel disgusting. And he was saying like, because of all the convict stuff, there's like a lot of heavy wounding in Sydney, especially more so than like oh, Melbourne, and other yes. places. And but what are we like, meant to do if we live here? <laughs> well, I don't, everyone evacuate. I don't know. <laughs> Make sure you live in a really nice house. Make sure you live. Yeah, you need (laughs) you need to do like crystals, sage the place. Like I don't know, just do all the other stuff to hopefully counterbalance it. Um, But right now, my shit's in Melbourne. um, But the plan is to move to New York eventually. Wow! Yes, yes, very exciting. Um, So, how's the new office? How good does that feel? It's so good. It's like I'm very proud of our yeah. where we ever imagined. Like, all I wanted to do was be a nutritionist. So I'm <laughs> very shocked that we've been able to build a business and I'm obviously very grateful and I have the most unbelievable staff and um, team members. They are unbelievable. They're so passionate about the healthy life and our community and our products. I just feel very well supported. My husband is the CEO. So yeah. I, I actually want like- to ask you about that because I'm, I've always said like, I could never work with my partner or my husband, but I wanted to ask you from like a masculine feminine perspective, do you find that it actually allows you to be more in like a flow and yeah. be more I in your feminine having him there? Totally. I have nothing to do with the masculine side of the business, which is the numbers and the finances. And I have nothing to do with it. I, my husband and I have such different roles that we hardly even ever cross over. So oh, wow. I'm lucky enough to see him every day, but I don't, <laughs> I, don't really, I don't really chat to him that much about our actual business. You know, oh, so. that's awesome. So you don't find that business is like the only topic of conversation that you guys have? No. I mean, obviously... No, no. Obviously, it's a lot because when you're building a business, we're a small business. We are both entrepreneurs. We're both like passionate about building something up. So obviously, we get excited and when we're excited, we'll talk about it. But like we really try and make sure that after about seven or eight o'clock, we do not talk about work and we try and make sure that we have unbelievable weekends and holidays probably twice a year where we can just 
totally switch off and amazing obviously we will talk about work here and then it's it's definitely a humongous part of our lives but I also was I was with Dean way before I had my own business so which I think is really important yeah yeah yeah. so actually can I ask you this and tell me if it's too personal but um with Dean being your CEO like it's your business does he feel emasculated by it being your business and not his and him working for you Maybe initially, but not anymore because now I feel like it's more his business than mine. <laughs> oh, and you're like the face of it. I'm the face of it. Dean Amazing. my business, honestly. And I, I've never wanted to be, I don't need to be recognized as it being my business. I actually feel like he's more responsible for the growth of Jay's health than I am. So How awesome. He deserves all the credit, way more than I do. Oh, go Dean. Um, so it's more his, it's really more his, um, definitely more his responsibility and I'm just the face of it now and I create all the products, I create all the books and I, um, I have, I've got a lot to do with the recipes and yeah. I have an amazing recipe developer, but together we create the recipes and I've got, um, and I create the products. So I'm the creative director and um, Dean really runs the business. Oh, this is so juicy. Okay. So what exactly do you do then? Cause I think everybody just thinks you're like, you do everything and whatnot, but actually you don't. So what exactly is your role now that you have like an epic team of everyone, like doing their own thing? What do you do in the business? I'm really like the creative director. So I, what I've always been good at is the long-term vision of JS health. I know what I want it to be. Cool. I know what products people need and want. I'm, comp- I'm, the, I'm the one who does all my social media. So I'm completely in touch with my community. Amazing. Exactly what they want. I speak to them every single day, you know, every single day, like a couple times a day. Um, So I'm responsible for what products we need to create, what books we need to create, what recipes people want um, and what vitamins people are needing. And so I'm really the creative director and I've just got the long-term vision of where Jay's health can be. And then I've got the most amazing team to help me execute it. Amazing. You're bloating. What's it? The bloating and it's, it's, yeah, it's really good for estrogen dominance actually. Um, yeah. And for anyone listening, if you have estrogen dominance, you need to get it because it's got like the brassica compounds and everything, which is yeah. awesome. Oh. Yeah, it's it's a really good one because there's not that many um, supplements out there that have those the broccoli compounds in it. So it's a great one for people to know for actually for hormonal balance. Hormonal balance, that's the best one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. How good that I'm really. That's awesome to hear that like you and Dean can actually work really well together. That's always been a concern. People always ask me like, what what if Monica like your husband like he wanted to like to be the CEO. And I've always said like, no, no, no. But maybe I'm now open to that seeing as oh, you said it's not. It's, it's not for everyone. But if you respect each other, then I think it can work. Yeah. Okay, true. And also, as I said, Dean and I were together for many years before we had a business together. So we had, I think we had the foundations in place. And that's really important to have foundations of respect and care for one another, like if you don't respect each other, it's incredibly difficult to, um, you know, just 100%. get on day to day life. Amazing. So back to um, back to the LA and Sydney. So I don't actually like LA either. So what made oh. you move? Yeah, I find everything too. I find it too spread out. Like I was actually named after Santa Monica, which is cool. My oh that's my, my mum. Yeah, yeah, I was named after there. Um, yeah, Jess is doing her makeup. <laughs> advantage of this like casual conversation casual it's perfect conversation. that's it's it's productivity at its finest um so why do you move from LA back to why do you move back to Sydney from LA 
I was really only in LA for like um, promotion of our app and our books. I was on the Today Show New York a couple yeah. of times. Yeah, that's so, goals. Everyone, if anyone's yeah. listening from Today Show, get me on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I could not resist that opportunity. So I went really for the Today Show um, and we did some amazing press while we were over there. Yeah. And we launched our products on Amazon. And then after that, we found it really difficult to be in touch with our Australian team while we were over there. It was just impossible to grow the and the main foundation and the growth of the business comes and happens in Australia all of our products our books our app my app is all um produced in Australia and was becoming so difficult to do that from there and I also would have had to have moved there probably for 10 years plus in order to get the business where we wanted it over there so and my whole family is in Sydney so I just Mm. felt like it was just not it was the right decision to come back but we hopefully will always spend a little bit of time there because our products are in America, so it's important. Yeah, totally. You're really close with your family, which is so nice. They must be such a good support network for you. Ah, uh, incredible. Yeah, very, very lucky. I was just on the phone to my sister in New York. I was just on the phone to my mom. We're incredibly close. How amazing, how amazing. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm very close with my family and it's been hard for my mom, like me being overseas. But I will say if we did not... Sorry? Where does she live? She lives in Melbourne. Oh. Yeah. My, the rest of my family lives in Australia. Um, I don't really have any family in America. I've got like some second cousins that live in New York, but that's it. Um, how come in New York? Sorry? How come you were born? Like how come they were living in New York? Oh, um, so my dad was um, working, well, he was like at Macquarie Bank when they were building it. Um, oh. And so they had to li- they had to basically move there. Um, and I was born in Melbourne, but we moved when I was 18 months old, I think. So I don't actually remember living in Melbourne before New York. And then, oh. yeah, both my brother and sister were born there. So they both have American passports. So jealous. So lucky. I know, so but it's, it's fine. I'm manifesting that I'm going to win a green card in the raffle this year. So it doesn't even matter. Oh, I love the manifester. <laughs> Very good. Are you a big manifester? I am. Oh, what are some of the best things you manifested? Oh, well, JS Health is probably a manifest. The best one. But it went a little bit out of control. Um, <laughs> Careful with your words, everybody. You know, I definitely manifested Dean. Oh, manifested oh my God, I love house. this. Please tell me, how did you manifest Dean? I just like got to a stage where I was like dating all these guys, like really just average. They just treated me so averagely. And then I said to my mom one day, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to wait. And I just used to go to bed at night and like just visualize. I don't know. I just like have this vision of this happy, per- this happy life with my husband, um, this person like I've always dreamt of having, someone who just understood me, who respected me, who loved me for who I was, who, yeah, just treat, just, I just had this, this, I just had this person in my mind, not perfect. I, I don't think it's a good idea to strive for perfection. I just had this, um, I don't know. I just had this idea of what I wanted and my parents have a very incredible relationship. Um, and I just have, have had good role models. I just knew what I wanted and I just would go to bed. I literally remember in my early twenties going to bed at night and just picturing and visualizing this man. Oh my God. How good. And then he, so wait, how'd you guys meet then? Oh, this is so juicy. Very weird. We met at my, um, I was just in South Africa for a holiday. And so it was he and one of my friends came over for tea to my grandmother's house. And he said, I'm coming over, but I'm bringing my friend who's living in the U.S. Do you mind if he comes with? And that was Dean. Oh, my So we were in my grandmother's house when we first met. And then a couple of months later, my girls and I were headed to the U.S. for a girl's trip. And he was also 
going to be in Vegas at the same time wow. <laughs> for those big pool parties. I think it was 4th of July. And that's where we like kind of um, lit, lit up the romance. And then for a couple, we did a long distance for a couple months. And then he came back to live in Sydney because that's where his parents live. Very weird. Wow. What a good story. <laughs> good story. How amazing. Okay. Anything else epic that you manifested? Mm. I think I manifested my house. Uh-huh. I probably manifested, I always manifest like my, my travel. Um, I manifest, I, at the moment I'm honestly just manifesting like peace. Really tough year. Yeah. It's funny. It sounds, it sounds really corny, but I have had the most horrific year, honestly, like, like from a mental health perspective. So I'm just manifesting calm and I'm manifesting that, this time will actually keep manifesting that this time will is coming to an end. The anxious mm. period of mine is coming to an end. So that's my, I'm hoping that will manifest. <laughs> it will. It a hundred percent will. And it's so beautiful that you share that with your community as well about the ups and the downs. I make such an effort of showing those down, those down yeah. times because people just think that it's like all perfect and it's yeah. not. For a second, I thought you were on the toilet and I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> oh my God, Jess is on the toilet. <laughs> If I took, well, maybe I'll just like jump into the shower. <laughs> <laughs> that could be our next. We're going to the office soon, so I'm, yeah. I took the morning to be here doing this podcast and making my my soup. Perfect. And now I'm like, oh, I actually have to go to work. Amazing. So I'm getting ready. <laughs> Well, thank you for letting me do that. Oh, I love I love the real and raw. My whole entire podcast, people have me like spilling shit. <laughs> Sorry. How's it going? Oh, like my podcast is going so well. It's insane. We've got like a hundred thousand downloads, like over like a hundred and something reviews. Like I know everyone listening. Thank you so much. I'm a talker. I'm, I'm much more of a talker than a writer. And like, I tried the YouTube thing, but then I had to always be dressed nicely and then edit shit. And I'm like, nah, fuck that. Like I, I, like I'm in a robe right now. Like I don't like getting dressed up all the time. I like to keep it cash. Um, but my podcast is like, yeah, no, it's super real and raw, super real and raw. So I what are some, oh yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You should do a podcast. No, I don't ever want to do it. Oh, you don't want to do it. I thought you said you, I thought you said you want to. Ah, oh, okay. People think maybe that I'm a talker, but honestly, like I would just, no, I'm actually much, I'm more of an introvert than people realize. Okay, so you're more of a writer? Yeah, more I like to be behind the scenes. Yeah. Okay, okay, behind cool. Line, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm not a behind the scenes person. I'm like, I want my face everywhere. No, 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 no. I, I think I think I have a little bit of Aries in my chart, but like so like the ri- Yeah, well the rising Gemini, that's like um, that's all my like communication hand gestures, very out there, very like talkative. And then my Sag and stuff is like really just basically my fucking fieriness and my like intensity and my need to travel and my need for freedom yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So how do you find balance when you're traveling so much? That is something that I'm all, actually not, no, not always, but I really realized the more towards the beginning of the year when I was traveling a lot, because I think this is my this is my fourth international trip this year. And that's a lot of travel on your body. And then I've got like two more international trips and we're already in like September and I have two more, but, um, so I have to fly back to Australia and then I've come back here and then I'm skiing here. Um, but 
I have found that when you travel, like it's really easy to fall off the bandwagon with like your morning routines and like structure, but you fucking need that structure. And I've really found that it's so important when I'm traveling, especially when I'm traveling, like where I'm seeing friends to draw like the strictest boundaries of like, I have to do these hours of work a day. Otherwise I get really stressed if I don't work during the day because I love my job as well, you know? Um, but it's been, yeah, it's been beautiful here. I've been like reading every morning and having such, I know. And having, yeah, I've got, um, I've got a friend that was already living in Aspen and then I've made a few friends here as well, which has been amazing. And then I've got friends in New York as well. So it makes a big difference. Um, incredible yeah I wouldn't say that like it's easy to find balance when you're traveling but that's also why I like to travel and stay somewhere for a long time I don't Mm. like traveling for a couple of days in places I really realize that the less that I rush when I travel the less stressed I am oh totally yeah and like you're so lucky that you have this freedom I'm so blessed and like, I fucking love it. And it lights my soul on fire. And like, I always get so much more work done and I'm so much more yeah. like, you know, lit up oh, when I'm in days, new places. These days you can work from anywhere. I know. It's amazing. It's fucking amazing. Um, but I am hoping to settle. I do want to settle somewhere. Um, new York slash Colorado. Um, Ooh. yeah, that would be like my ideal situation. Half the time in New York, half the time in Colorado. I don't like humidity. So I have to avoid New York in summer because that shit is like a fucking greenhouse, like basically a greenhouse. Like it's disgusting. And then, um, yeah. And then at least in Colorado, it's so dry over summer and doesn't actually get yeah. that cold. I love is, what made you love Colorado. Well, I grew up skiing here. Um, this is where I first skied. And like, I don't know, like just even my view is like, I need to show you, I need to show you my view. Hold on a second. I'm going to turn this and unplug my laptop. Hold on. This is my view. Oh my God. That's insane. I know. And like all those trees and I know. And like every day when I'm going for a walk, I never get sick. It's so cozy. Every day when I go for a walk, I'm never getting sick of a walk. Like it's just like, there's always so much to see here in terms of nature. It's just magical. And the energy is so good. And the fucking air is so clean. Oh yeah. It's very grounding and the, and it's so clean, but also like at nighttime, like you can fucking see the Milky Way so clearly. It's insane. Like, cause you're up so high. Like, it is the moon. I've never seen the moon so clearly in my life. Oh. It's it's beyond beautiful. You're up so oh, high. So I know. One night, That's actually, amazing. it was like a couple of weeks ago. We, we went, we drove up to the top. It's called the top of the world. And like, yeah. it's a very, very high mountain. And you feel like you're on top of the world because the mountain's so high. It's like you're looking down on other mountains. And yeah. the sky, like it was just like pitch black, but all the stars. Oh. And oh my God. I, it was beyond like magical even when I'm walking around in the day I can't help but just feel like so much gratitude for mother yeah. earth and for being here and, and all that stuff it's amazing oh, that is amazing that I know is so I'm oh, so I'm blessed and I'm yeah I'm so lucky so what's in store for you for the rest of the year um so I'm launching my third book in like two weeks oh my god and what's it about so that's um, really, it's my 12 most powerful principles that I've seen as a nutritionist transform my community and my patients and my, my own personal health. Amazing. So they for the 12-step mind-body-food reset. Um, and then I've just got a couple more products launching, which is my, my most exciting one that's coming is um, for anxiety and stress. I saw food. that. So what's yeah. in those ones? Beautiful herbs. Uh-huh. They're 
beautiful like passionflower and magnolia and chamomile um, for like the ones that have had studies to help um, reduce anxiety and mm-hmm. magnesium. Um, what else? No, not magnesium in that one. Sorry. I'm, I've got so many products in my head. <laughs> um, and we've got um, also fish oil coming out in two weeks, Ooh. which is exciting. Amazing. And we have just launched our protein powder. So I think just the end of the year is just, are we working on a new section of our app, which is fitness? So oh, how fun. Fitness instructors, yeah. We'll have to give you a, a beautiful sign-up. Oh, oh, yeah. are you? You've got Molly in there, don't you? Yes. Yes. Molly. Molly and I are friends. Oh, my God. I'll tell her that I've, like, met you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She actually told me about that, like, when I was in Sydney. Uh, it would have been towards, like, the middle of the year. Yeah. She was so excited. Oh. I was so excited for her. Our trainers are, like, next level amazing. She's so, awesome. So many good trainers. I'm so grateful. And yeah, we're just going to keep Dean and I will probably hopefully take a, a holiday in, over Christmas. Yeah. And then just, I'm obsessed with building the building of the business. I'm very um, over reaching the goals and I'm kind of just, oh, sorry. Someone That's keeps okay. calling me. I'm very, um, yeah, I'm really just enjoying the building of the business. I think I'm less focused on the goals and the outcomes. I'm really enjoying the journey, like going to the office, seeing my team, having, having, building something together. It's incredibly special. And I I think these must be some of the best days of my life. So I can, I can agree with that. Building something with other people is magical. Like in in the beginning, when you're by yourself, it's hard, like a hundred percent, it's a bit lonely and it's hard. Those couple of years were very tough. Yeah. And then as soon as you start getting a team together and you're bouncing ideas off each other and you're motivating each other, it is really amazing. It's been a really magical, magical journey. Um, so I feel very, very fortunate. Beautiful. Well, is there any, I'll let you get to work, Jess. Is there any little things that you want to <laughs> share that. with my audience about eating in your feminine? Oh, I think exactly what we were saying, like let go of the perfectionism around mm. food. Um, you know, everyone is different. There is no need to be stuck on a perfect diet or a perfect way of eating or a perfect trend. There is um, nothing as perfect. There's no such thing as perfect anyway. Of, let go of the extremes and the obsessions because being being overly obsessed with health, unfortunately, is not healthy. And tune into your beautiful body and it will set you free. It really will. Seriously. As soon, I've noticed that as soon as like you really get into your body and out of your head and more in your feminine, that inner peace comes. Like it's as, when you start connecting with like your soul and your energy and you see yourself as way more than a body, you see yourself as a fucking like a soul and your personality and your energy, you, you create inner peace. And it's such totally. a gift to be able to give yourself. And it's the most freeing thing you can do for yourself. Percent. And um, yeah, I think just being kind, I think that's like the, the mantra of my 2019, be more kind to yourself, forgive yourself, let go of the guilt. It's not meant to be done perfectly. The healthy life is not the perfect life. Fuck no. There's, there's literally no such thing as perfect. Everyone's idea of perfect is different anyway. No. And anyone who looks perfect on social media is faking it. Oh, oh my God. Actually, there's a girl, quickly last thing. There's a girl on this round of The Bachelor. I can't watch it, unfortunately, because I'm in America, which is so annoying. Like even when you go on TED Play, it like blocks you because it knows you're in America. It's devastating. But one of the girls on there, her name's Abby. And I, when I was watching it when I, before I came here, um, on her Instagram, she actually shows on one of her highlights how easy it is to like change her body with like an app. What show was she on? 
The Bachelor. Oh, Alec. What's her name? Abby. Yes. Oh, Abby. Yeah, yeah, Abby. And um, and the quite like sensual one. Anyway, and um, which I'm all about. So that's like go her. But yeah, on one of her highlights, she actually shows how easy it is to like change your body, and it looks. Like it does not look edited. And I'm like, and it took her literally, she screen recorded it, which I think is a beautiful thing that she's done. She screen recorded it and showed how easy it is for you to do this stuff. I know. And so like majority of people on Instagram, what they look like are actually not in real life. And it is interesting when you see people on Instagram and then you meet them in real life and you're like, wow, you actually don't look (laughs) the same. Like it's very interesting. It's not okay. Yeah, (laughs) totally. Um, We're living in a really crazy world. What can I say? I know. I know. Anyway, I feel like a massive shift is happening though in the collective consciousness, which is beautiful. I think so. I feel like that, yeah, people are, it's so good that everyone on social media is showing some of the realness, which is so great. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Jess, you have a lovely day at work. Oh, show us the soup. The green soup is like pretty much ready. Amazing. Wait, let me show you. Okay. 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 It looks like absolute shit. (laughs) It does look like a bit of a poo, but when you blend it, then it's perfect. But um, I'm going to get on to my cauliflower salad next. Yum. Yum. Yeah, that's it. Amazing. Well, have you fully let me multitask and I'm so grateful for that. I am all about the multitasking. Anything to make people's lives easier is amazing. It was lovely. It was lovely to chat to you. Beautiful energy. I'm so grateful that we could connect. Oh, thank you. And, um, if, and message me your sister's details and I'll reach out to her and we can catch up for dinner. Could you, um, email me or like, I think you've been speaking to Ash. Ash can connect us if you don't mind sending her an email, because then I can introduce you to my sister on email, which is really best. Perfect. Done. I will do it right now. Thanks love. Have an amazing day. Bye. Thank you. You too. Bye. Well, ladies, I hope you enjoyed our conversation that Jess and I had, keeping it really fucking real. And how, like, how about some epic fucking manifestations on her end, right? I can't wait to meet my husband because I have manifested the fuck out of him. And I have seen him before when I've done like psychic work. And I've also, my psychic's also seen him and apparently he's hot as fuck. So I'm really excited for that and tall and handsome and very businessy. I'm like literally everything that I've imagined. So can't wait for that. Um, I hope that you guys got some nuggets out of the episode. Make sure that you um, either have booked your, in your discovery call for Queen Alchemy or bought your New York tickets as it's going to be seriously the event that changes your life. And I'm not saying that lightly. Um, I'm saying that from the bottom of my heart, this, like the mind map that I've created of everything that we're going to do. Like, I don't even know how we're going to fucking do it in three days. I like, it's just going to be so full and so juicy. And it's not a seminar. It's not me talking to you. It's like an actual expansive event, almost like a retreat, like an immersion. Like you do the work there, you will walk out the best version of yourself and the most feminine, delicious version of yourself. And this event is going to change your relationships. It's going to change your health. It's going to allow your man to step up and be more masculine. It's going to make you feel more cherished. It's going to get you out of your head. It's going to help your relationship with food. It's going to allow you to be more confident and sexy and feel more into your sensuality. It's going to allow you to speak up your voice and heal the childhood trauma or the trauma that you're holding onto and the societal wounds. Like everything is on the website. 
just do yourself a favor and check it out because basically this is for every fucking woman. And I don't say that lightly. I say that because my work is helping thousands of women and it makes me so fucking happy. And if you haven't had the pleasure of being able to do one of my programs or come to one of my events, I cannot recommend that you do it enough. The results that these girls are getting from my programs is insane. I can't even imagine what they're going to be getting from three days in person and 33 hours. Oh my God. I'm so fucking excited. Okay. Have an amazing day, ladies, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you got lots of chicken nuggets out of today's episode. I would be really, really grateful if you'd be able to leave me a review and a star rating that you think is appropriate, hopefully five. And if you could share this podcast so that I can help more women live a life of flow and ease, I would be so fucking grateful. Make sure you tag me in it on Instagram so I can personally thank you because I know so many of my clients have found me literally because their friends have posted about my podcast on their Instagram story. And I just want to help as many women as possible. So by you sharing it, I would be so fucking grateful. And I'm sure your friends would be too. If you do want to welcome me, please do check out my website for all those details. And of course, you can DM me on Instagram with any other questions. If you have any podcast things you want me to talk about, any ideas, any feedback, I am always open to it. And I always love hearing what you guys have to say. So please don't hesitate about that either. I will catch you on the flip side. Have an amazing day or night wherever you are. 